Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jerrica Rydell. We are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thanks for listening. Hey, Jer. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I wanted to ask you two things. Actually, I'm going to ask you the first thing, and then I'm going to save the other thing for the end. Have you yeah. ever been snowshoeing? Uh, when I was like a kid in elementary school, we did it as like a field trip. So no, not really. Not since I was a child. No, um, I got a pair. I was hoping that you would because I got a pair for Christmas, and everyone's been telling you what insane kind of workout it is. It's like walking times a thousand. So I've heard. Um, and I'm looking forward to going to try it. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? Well, years ago on like the most old school pair of snowshoes yeah. Yeah. that I've ever got, like ever seen. Now I got this pair. They're like beautiful for Christmas. So uh, I'm looking forward to trying it. I'm curious to hear what you think too. Me. No, I don't. But I'm curious to hear what you think. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, I'll get back to you. I like the idea of it because I, I think it would be fun to take my dogs out snowshoeing because I know it would be a good workout for them. And I'm always looking for ways to burn off their energy. Yeah, that's, what I, that's one of the big reasons why I had gotten asked for some for Christmas. and But really, we just got enough snow the last few days. So hmm. um, I'm eager to get out there and try it. And there's tons of trails where, where I'm from. So I'll get back to you on that one. Cool. Let us know. So we'll do. if anyone else has tried it and give me some tips, feel free to reach out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'd be, I'm, I'm, I would give it a shot for sure. I think, I think I could get into snowshoeing. Um, the only thing I didn't get were poles and I didn't know if I needed them. I'm doing some research. I don't think you, well, I, I, no. I don't think you do. I think, well, maybe as you get more serious or you, you climb different terrain, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of hills and stuff. We'll try it out. Cool. All right. I want to talk today about this nutrition basics. Um, it's obviously something that we cover with our B90 group. And I think that for those that could be listening and are new to wanting to look into fat loss or don't know anything about nutrition, just kind of super basic, kind of we'll talk about the macronutrients and, and maybe a little bit and how to achieve a kind of a fat loss standpoint and keep it simple. Cool. So just for everybody listening, we're doing a, a super short episode today. We're going to keep it to about a 10 minute episode. Um, if, uh, if we don't cover everything, then there'll be a part two to this episode. But obviously, if you have questions and we don't cover it, feel free to reach out and we'll, we'll have that one on one chat with you. Um, okay, what do you, what do you want to start with? Um, let's just explain first, there's we have macronutrients, right? And we have our proteins, our carbs and our fat. And we've probably mentioned this in the past. Um, that each of these macronutrients, they carry a caloric value. Mm. Um, so, so I think that's, we can probably start there. So our protein is four calories per gram. Um, yeah. Carbs is four calories per gram. And then our fat is higher calories per gram at nine. So something to keep in mind that when we're eating higher fat dense foods, um, that they're likely going to be more calorie dense. And so right off the hop, I want to say that doesn't make fat the enemy because a lot of people no. draw that conclusion that fat is the enemy because it's more calories per gram. That's not the case, um, but we we could dig into that a little bit. But 
all three of these macronutrients are essential. The proteins, the carbohydrates, the fat, they're all essential. They all play a different role in our energy, our recovery, our repair. You should be getting the proper amount of each for your goals. Right. And that's, of course, individualized to each person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, that can be a whole nother spiel. But when it comes to fat loss, which is obviously what we focus on as for the most part, as a B90 group, um, we'll just explain basically like the calories in calories out now ratio. So for fat loss, obviously you have to eat less than what you've expended throughout the day. So maybe giving an example of if I consume for, I'm just picking a random number, 2000 calories, right? If I consume 2000 calories today, but I've burned 2200 calories today doing different things, then now I am in a 200 calorie deficit. Trying to keep that really simple. Awesome. Yeah. So in and order so, to achieve fat loss, you want to be in that deficit. That's right. And it's consistently like a lot of people right. get in the mindset that, okay, I was in a 200 <laughs> calorie deficit today, tomorrow and the next day. Why am I not seeing any progress? Like you, you need to be looking at this on a two, three, four week basis. Have you been in a total calorie deficit over this whole month? It doesn't matter if some days are a little higher and some days are a little lower. As long as the total calories is a deficit, you will lose weight. Um, and, and people will get really caught up in that and say like, well, I know I've been in a calorie deficit. Well, you're not, if you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. That doesn't mean that you're burning the same calories that you used to be burning. It doesn't mean you're burning the same calories as the person beside you who is the same age, height, and weight as you. It just means you're not in a calorie deficit for whatever reason you could be burning less and less and less calories. There's a lot of factors that control that. But if you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. Perfect. And then I just want to make note that as a nutrition basic, a pound of fat loss is 30, a pound of fat is 3,500 calories. So that's just something to keep in mind um, for those that are looking, obviously, to be in a deficit that one pound of fat is 3,500 calories. And I, I can even, I guess we can go into, expand that into an, an example, but I think that makes sense. I want to jump in just really quick there because so so what I don't want you thinking if you're listening to this is okay so I need to create that 3500 calorie deficit as quickly as possible to lose no. one pound of fat. So let's that. let's say you create a 500 calorie deficit every day for 7 days that means you're losing a pound per week, okay? So that's that's a good rate for some people. It's a terrible rate for some people. Don't get caught up in what is the correct rate of fat loss because there isn't one. I get asked all the time, am I losing weight at, a, at the right pace? Well, there is no right pace. What you have to understand is food is energy. Calories are energy. So if we take in less energy, if we take in less food, it's less energy. We're not going to perform as well. We're not going to recover as well. We're not going to feel as good but we're going to lose weight. If you take in less energy and then in turn it drags you out and you output less energy, then the deficit gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Okay. So eating less, 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 less is not always the solution. It's finding that sweet spot where you're in a deficit, but you still feel great. That's where you need to find. That's exactly where I was hoping you would take that. So that's perfect. Um, <laughs> that's the, the exact kind of on the nose when I was hoping everyone can listen to, because I think that happens so frequently is it just becomes almost like a, an obsessive numbers game. It's just like, well, okay, if this works, the numbers say it should work, but how do you feel? Right. Let's mm. look at everything else. Are you sleeping? How's your energy? Um, like 
I mean, we could take this in so many different directions. How are your workouts? Everything like that. Are you feeling deprived? So um, that's the more important aspect of this. A lot of people be like, yeah, I got a vacation in, in six or eight or four weeks or wedding and I want to lose X amount of pounds by then. Well, that's fine. If you want to lose that much weight by then, we need to create this much of a calorie deficit over that period of time. But you need to be prepared for the way that that's going to make you feel right in a short period, you might be able to grind through that lack of recovery, that lack of energy, you might be able to do that. But if you're playing the long game, like every single person should be, you shouldn't be looking for those short term pushes as frequently. It's okay to do a little push here and there. But really, you need to be considering is this is this a way that I could live consistently, right? Is this enough energy for me? Do I feel like trash because I'm trying to lose a pound a little bit quicker? That's not ever going to be worth it. Perfect. I love that. Um, I don't really want to touch on tracking or anything necessarily because that can be a whole nother topic in itself. But I just want to talk about quickly a couple of tips in, in to incorporate in your day. If you're not tracking, but you just would like to be a little bit more cautious of what you're consuming so a couple of things you can do would be, you know, to incorporate more veggies. So do the whole half plate, half plate veggies to instead less, a little bit less of whatever else, you know, if you're having mashed potatoes, meat and veggies, just incorporating half a plate to be veggies, a quarter of your mashed potatoes, and then a quarter of your, is your protein. Um, something that like limits snacking throughout the day can really help. Um, big ass salad. We always talk about incorporating more veggies that way. Uh, not drinking your calories would be a really big one, mm, right? If you yeah, just consume water, uh, black coffee or, or less sugar in your coffee, just doing that alone can make big changes over the course of, you know, three, four weeks. Little things like that um, can definitely well, one thing. Away. One thing I would add in, I'd encourage everybody to do is just write down everything you eat for like a couple days or a week. And just just so you can sit there and look at it Every person that does that exercise is going to be like, eh, that's, <laughs> that's the spot that is causing me problems, right? Yeah. Um, when, I, when I talk to people and, and start coaching people, I often ask them, tell me about your diet. And they'll be like, well, I normally have a smoothie for breakfast and I normally have a, a salad for lunch and we normally have a meat and vegetable for dinner. No, no, no. Tell me where it's going wrong, right? Like most people here are doing right if you're listening to this, most of you are doing right 50 to 80% of the time. And that's not what's causing you the problems. Having a little bit of potatoes with your dinner or a banana with your breakfast, that's not what's <laughs> causing the problems. So writing it down can really highlight that. And obviously working with a coach and a team and, and, and that can yes. make a huge difference because we can pick it all out for you and, and help you with that. But um, try writing it out just, just as an awareness, uh, an eye opener. Yeah, for sure. It could be, you know, if you write it out and you're like, Oh, I had two handfuls of nuts, but like, what's a handful. And then you're like, Oh, well, we learned at the beginning, you know, that could be a little more calorie dense. So I just, I'm, I'm snacking, but I didn't even realize that I'm grabbing the kids this and this off the Mm -hmm. counter. And when you're, when you're telling your coach that you're not usually writing down the little things you just grabbed and go grab and go on the side. So it's very eye opening and you you pointed out something so significant without even necessarily tracking any numbers right so pretty yeah. awesome that way i love it yeah yeah no that's that's a great goal just just and and just like you said increasing your vegetables increasing your protein increasing your water intake those three things alone are going to push out some of the other stuff and make a huge difference yeah not drinking your calories and then 
that's the, the basics of kind of what I wanted to just touch on in terms of what are macronutrients, what kind of caloric value do they hold, and then ways that we can um, kind of reduce that if fat loss is, is the yeah. goal. I want to Pretty say simple. one more time, all three of those macronutrients play <laughs> a role. All three of them are important. None of them they are the enemy. You do not need to cut out a macronutrient in order to lose fat. Have right. your proteins, no have your fat, have your carbs, know your limits. Yes. As long as you're eating in a calorie deficit and you're getting enough protein, you're going to make great progress. Right. We truly believe that no foods are off limits, but understanding that there are foods that are more nutritious versus less nutritious or more calorie dense versus less calorie dense. Right. So keeping Absolutely. that in mind. Cool. Awesome. That's great good. topic. Good. You want to leave them um, with a quick, quick tip? I think there were lots of tips there. So I'm going to take this tip totally different direction in terms of a sleep tip, because it's something I've been incorporating um, late, well, for a little while now. And I sleep with white noise. Do you sleep mm. with white noise? I don't, but we, we used to when Emerson was a baby. Yeah, no babies here, but white noise is the best. <laughs> <laughs> is the best thing to sleep with. We uh, ours broke for the night, and then we got a new one, and it's just like so significant having it. Sleep so yeah. much deeper, and, and you don't hear the little like tick tick ticks of the dog's nails on the floor, and it's great. It it helped a lot when Emerson was a baby, and you'd hear him rustling all night and all that yeah. kind of thing, right? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you found it helpful. If there's, if you have any questions about any of that, like I said, reach out to us. We can have that conversation one-on-one. -on -one. We're, we're always happy to help. Um, but we appreciate you guys listening. Please share this episode with your friends. Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.